As we approach Christmas Day, many people anticipate the excitement of family gatherings, parties, and holiday programs. But as believers, our deepest joy is in the fact that the long-awaited Messiah, the Lord of glory, has arrived on earth in human flesh to redeem us. In this final series of the semester, Micah Herbster examines four aspects of Christ's character on earth, encouraging every believer during this Christmas season to behold the Messiah. We're continuing our series today on the Walk Talks podcast, discussing the idea of beholding the Messiah. Yesterday, we looked at Hebrews chapter one and verse three, where the Bible said to us that Jesus was the express image of God himself. Well, today I'd like to continue that series and examining another characteristic or quality of the Lord Jesus, and that is his humility. Would you take a moment today as we head into this Christmas week here in just a few days and consider what Christ gave up in coming to earth? Philippians 2 is the text that we'll look at today. Wonderful verses that are very familiar to many Christians. And I just wanna read verses seven and eight for you as we begin this morning. The Bible says that he, Jesus, made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, here it is, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Not too long ago, there was a very important foreign uh, government official that came to the United States of America to visit other politicians and to have meetings and also to see what America was like. And I noticed in that encounter how America put on a wonderful show for that foreign leader. Man, they cleaned up the, the streets. They pulled up the really fancy cars. They had people at the airport ready to welcome that important figure. And when we think of the idea of welcoming a king or a, a foreign leader, that's what we think of often, isn't it? All the pomp and circumstance that surrounds welcoming and inviting a really important person. But think today of how Jesus was welcomed into this earth. He did not come to loud music, fancy cars, and he was not welcomed with open arms by other very important people. No, he was born in a manger. He was born humbly. He emptied himself, the Bible says here in Philippians 2. The word here is kenosis. He willingly gave up. He self-emptied himself of so much. He proved his humility by coming to earth by becoming poor, by taking on the form of a servant. Notice, first of all today, please, that God became human. The Bible says in verse seven that he was made in the likeness of men. And then again in verse eight, being found in fashion as a man. God, the creator of the universe, became robed in flesh, mortal flesh, weak flesh, the flesh that you and I know much about. That's what God took on in this process of emptying himself. The writer of Hebrews said in chapter two and verse 17, wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, 
to make reconciliation for the sins of people. Jesus gave up so much in becoming man. In Philippians 2 and verse 6, the Bible says that he was in the form of God, but he did not think it to be robbery to be equal with God. He set aside his ability, his power for a moment so that he could become what the writer of Hebrews calls a merciful and faithful high priest. This is a wonderful truth to consider today. Not only did God become human, but notice also that the Lord became a servant. The Bible says here that he took upon himself the form of a servant. The Lord of all, the creator of you and me, became a servant, a slave is the idea. Well, who was he servant to? Firstly, he was servant to his father's will. I love reading through the gospels and seeing how over and over again, Jesus looks to his father and he says, not my will, but your will be done. Even in the, the prayer that he taught his disciples, what does he pray? What does he instruct the disciples to pray? Lord, would your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? He submitted himself. He became servant to the Father's will. But second of all, Jesus also became servant to those around him. Think of the multitudes and the sick and the weak that Jesus spent much time with. Think of the disciples and how just moments, hours before his own death, Jesus stooped to wash the disciples' feet in that upper room. Jesus displayed his humility in humbling himself and becoming a servant. The Lord became a servant. And then in the last statement of verse eight, the Bible says that he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. God became human, Lord became servant, and the Lord's obedience led to his death on that old rugged cross. In dying on the cross for you and for me, Jesus displayed his profound humility to lower himself, to become a man, to become a servant, and to die a criminal death. This is incredible humility. And really the thrust of this passage as Paul writes to the church at Philippi as he writes to us under inspiration of scripture, is this. Christian, this is the mindset that you ought to have in your life. Look at verse five. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This humble mind, this servant-mindedness, this is the mind that you and I ought to possess in our walks with Jesus Christ as well. As we look at the Father's will, we resign ourselves to what his will is for our life, but also to those around us. Uh, verse two talks about, Paul shares, fulfill you my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. And then verse three, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But here it is, in lowliness of mind, this humility, we should esteem others better than ourselves. I wonder if the Lord were to look at your life today, he would look at your service to those around you your interactions with your parents, your interactions with your siblings, would he say that you are esteeming others better than yourselves? This is what the Lord did in his ministry on earth and in coming to earth to die for you and for me. He humbled himself. He esteemed your need as more important than, than his own. 
In 2 Corinthians 8 and verse 9, the apostle Paul says that we know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake, for your sake and for my sake, he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. Behold the humility of Christ today in this Christmas season. Think that Jesus did not come to set up a wonderful big palace or to meet any really important public officials. No, Jesus was born to die. And it reminds me of the wonderful hymn text that Ron Patch the Pirate Hamilton wrote many years ago. From his home, Jesus came, laid aside heaven's fame in exchange for the cross of Calvary. For my gain, he suffered loss. For my sin, he bore the cross. He was wounded and I was set free. Dearest Lord, evermore, may thy cross I adore as I follow the path to Calvary. Of thy death I partake, my ambition I forsake, all my will I surrender to thee. Born to die upon Calvary, Jesus suffered my sin to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded that I might live. Praise the Lord for his sacrifice and coming to earth emptying himself, humbling himself, and paying the sacrifice for my sin, for your sin, and for the sins of the world. Thanks for being a part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media for sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ.